Praise the Lord, everyone. You may be seated for a few moments. What an honor to be here this evening for the opening night of Ventura Apostolic Family Camp. I am uh, very, very thankful and appreciative of the invitation to be here. Uh, I, uh, I confess I did not realize the grandeur and the size and the impact, but I'm very, very impressed by the Holy Ghost apostolic people that are here tonight. God bless each and every one of you. I'm very also appreciative of the steering committee that uh, felt it, felt that I would be worthy of coming here and uh, allowing me to come here and share a, a segment and a portion of my ministry with you all. And thank you very much, pastors, for the invite and for the it's just little things, you know, several, you know, that just that warm smile, that handshake with great sincerity. Hey, the water's for you, and hey, you know, this, this is we. And that really is very, very touching, and I'm very appreciative of these gestures. I'm uh, very thankful for that. I uh, don't feel worthy I got in late my flight was delayed three and a half hours so I'm a little bit road weary uh, but got to the room uh, the fruit basket uh, was there uh, and uh, it looks very appetizing and it will be dealt with at the right time and uh, we'll take care of that problem quickly and uh, but uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it so very much. I'm also honored to be here with Pastor Fraser, very dear friend of mine. We are. Uh, he will tell you, and I will also. We've been friends for a long time. Uh, now our families are connected, and so we have to be friends now. <laughs> but we were friends. And still are, but now we have a double requirement. And uh, I'm quite positive that on his part, and I'm sure on my part, that that is not a burden. We, uh, we share grandchildren, and uh, I've got more pictures than he's got. But uh, I, uh, uh, we both love our grandchildren very much. He has with a generous heart invested his daughter into the kingdom of God, into missionary work. And that's, that's not an easy thing to do. That's not an easy thing to do. So I honor you for it, sir. I know that you miss Jessica very, very much. And I'm all the more blessed to have her around me, but I do know that you gave of your very best. God bless you for it. Amen. I, uh, I hope that I can be of a blessing to you tonight. I, uh, this is a first for me. I've never preached a camp in my life, never preached a camp in my life. And so, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a new format for me. I'm not, it doesn't, Crowds and numbers doesn't bother me in the least. Uh, that's not my problem. My problem is uh, feeling very inadequate uh, in, in the company of great, great men of God as are here in this house here tonight. And uh, I, uh, they say I put in too many disclaimers when I go to preach, and I probably do, but you need to know what you're getting into and uh, although it's too late to do anything about it unless you want to try to shout down every other service amen but uh, 
I, uh, I do come here with a burden on my heart. I do come with a burden on my heart. And uh, I, uh, I hope that some way or another uh, this burden can come forth and bring forth um, results. And um, you've got to understand that I, uh, I stumble around a lot with my English and with my thoughts even. I know where I'm supposed to go, but to get there, sometimes it takes me forever. And sometimes I never get there, but I do try. And so um, you'll, you'll, you will have to be patient with that. And you will also have to understand, someone asked me this week, said, do you think in English or do you think in Portuguese? I'll let you answer that one. Sometimes people say, man, that guy, he, that's all, he, he, he ain't. And so, and it, and it shows through in my preaching in the sense that, uh, that my thoughts are so often very simple, uh, almost simplistic. And see, I'm doing better in my English. I'm getting, I'm getting better, bigger words. Uh, but uh, my, my, my thoughts are often very simplistic and very simple. Um, but if you can look past that, if you can look past this, I, what I've got to say and to preach tonight is really, really, in a way, quite simple. And uh, I've tried to get away from it. Um, and it, I just keep on coming back, keep on coming back, keep on coming back to it. So uh, I, I, uh, I do feel that the reason why I must preach this tonight is because if the Holy Ghost leads me down some other paths during this week, which I have felt in my heart, I do feel that this will explain where we're trying to go. Amen. Um, if you'll, uh, if you'll open your Bibles and uh, shall we stand? Thank you very much, Sister. God bless you for your covering up for me. Uh, my, Isaiah. Chapter 40. I will, again, I, 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 I keep on coming back to this. Um, it is something that I feel like I must preach tonight. And uh, I guess the reason why I hesitate, because there's so many blank spots in it. And... Uh, most people don't even know what that means. I do. And uh, I, uh, I'm reaching in the Holy Ghost to a group of young people. And this, again, may not be the last night that... But I'm reaching for a group of young people that be it by choice or be it by drifting, you are living on the fuzzy edge. Fuzzy edge. Uh, 
And I feel in the Holy Ghost that the Holy Ghost is reaching out to you. And this may not mean too much to you, but it's been, again, I've been struggling with this, not, it just, it just, Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 22. It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. Going back to the beginning, it is he that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. In Portuguese, that verse says, he raises the curtains that he spreads out. Now I would like for you to go also to the book of Psalms. I hope you'll help me tonight. Psalms chapter 65, verse 4. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts, and we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. The church said amen. amen. You may be seated. Um, Brazil. I don't know how to preach up there. And poor Brother Timothy Bass, he's a dear friend of mine. He suffers terribly with me because I get right in front of these speakers and just mess him all up. I want to be a blessing to somebody here. And I realize it's opening night and... Uh, Everybody's got their mind everywhere. Tomorrow probably be better, such as. But uh, in the Holy Ghost, I'd like to reach out for a group of people here tonight. The Holy Ghost is worried about some people here. Uh, it's. It's a known fact that uh, God is everywhere. It's no, it's, there's, no, there's no biggie, no deep thought in that. Uh, there's, not a, there's not a place anywhere that God is not. Do we agree on that? There's no... There's no uh, People, pardon me for, you know, every sermon is completely different than the other with me sometimes. It just, but just, just, let me, just let me reach out in the Holy Ghost for somebody here. So uh, it's, no, it's, it's, no, it's no new thing. It's, 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 a, it's a Bible concept or even beyond a Bible. It's really an internal concept that, that God, is, God is everywhere. There's no, there's no place that God is not. Now, it's easy to say amen, but you'd be surprised at the number of people that live a life as if God was not everywhere. It's astonishing of what people do or attempt to do without realizing that God's there. 
Amen. It, 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 he's in this building. Do you agree? Sure he is. Is he on the outside of the building? Is he on the other side of the street? Is he, you know, and you, you, can, you can stretch out your thoughts and your imagination and go anywhere you want to and God is there. You can dig a hole in the ground. You can shoot off in a spaceship. You can do anything you want to. God is there. Amen. It doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter where you go. God is there. Keep that in your mind. Now that, 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 that is, that's the, the bottom line. However, however, uh, uh, let's see if I can put this into, in, from Portuguese into English. Okay. Although God is everywhere, there is, there is a place in God where the essence, where the um, nucleus of God's power and his manifestation can be seen, felt, touched. You understanding what I'm saying? There is... Uh, even though God is everywhere, even though He's, uh, He is, uh, there, there is no place that He is weaker. There is no place that He is weaker. Yet, 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 there are places in God where you can be closer to God. Does that make sense to you? And so, uh, Church, for example, that, that, that's a good example. The reason why we come to church, why, why do we come to church? If God is everywhere, why not stay home? The reason why you come to church, because there is a concentration, there is a gathering. There is a gathering, there is a, there is a, a, a pardon the, the redundancy, that's a good word. Uh, uh, it, there is a concentration of God's power. Amen. And so uh, uh, that, that also is something to keep in mind. God is everywhere. But there is, there is, there is, there is, there are places. There is a place in God where there is a concentration. Where there is a, 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 a focus. That's the reason why in heaven there's a throne. Amen. Does that mean that God's not anywhere else in heaven? Yes, He's everywhere in heaven. But there is a concentration. There is a manifestation. Holy Ghost, help me here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've got to keep that in mind. While God is everywhere, there is a concentration. There is a, there is a center of the circle, if you will. And what has been bothering the Holy Ghost through me these last few days is that instead of people, of you, of young people pursuing the center of God, help me, Jesus. Instead of there being a, help me Lord, of being a desire to approach closer unto God. There is a spirit that's taken over that instead of going toward God, there is a drifting toward the fuzzy edges. You say, well, isn't God there? Yeah, God's there. Yeah, 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 God's here. Wow, hallelujah, amen. There's some of you that's living, 
that wall wasn't so far away, I'd be over there. There's some of you that are living right on the edge. Oh, Jesus, help me today. Uh, there, there, there may be some spiritual battles in the next few nights. But I'm going to lay down some groundwork here tonight if the Holy Ghost will help me. Holy Ghost is reaching out. This may not be the most exciting service of the week. But I hope that it will... Ah, Lord, help me tonight. I hope that I can reach out to somebody here tonight. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is worried about some of you. Because you're not approaching unto God. You are drifting away from God. You're living on the fuzzy edge of Pentecost. There is danger in the fuzzy edge. And again, I know I'm fighting this attitude and this spirit. What does it matter to you if you said that God is everywhere? What do you care where I stand? I don't care where you stand, but God cares where you stand. It makes a difference of where you choose to cut your lines. It makes a difference of where you choose to serve God. Hallelujah. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Ask your mommy. Ask your dad. Ask. Slight little changes. Slight little attitudes. Slight little modifications as you drift away from center circle, as you drift away from plumb line, as you drift away from other the spigot of God's blessings, as you start drifting away, hallelujah, gambling if you may with your own salvation, gambling if you may. Oh, yeah, you're still in church, oh, yeah, you're still dressed right. Down in your heart, you have chosen to live on the fuzzy edge. Come on, church, stand in with me, stand up with me. Hallelujah! I know I'm in a spiritual battle. Hallelujah, I know I'm fighting some, some mindsets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, people that choose to live, hallelujah, as far away as they can and still be in. As if living as far away as you can from center circle and still be in is okay. After all, you said God is everywhere, so I'll stick it out here on the edge. But as you stick it out on the edge, let me tell you something. The survival rate isn't as good as center circle. Does two inches make a difference on the dress? Well, well, uh, are you saying that two inches will send me to hell? Well, uh, why gamble? Why gamble? You know, there's a lot of things that go on. Listen to what I'm saying. Holy Ghost, help me today. There's a lot of things that go on that to people that are looking at you 
it seems reasonably within uh, the acceptable, but in your heart, you have made a choice of living as far as you can and still get away by living on the fuzzy edges, gambling away the possibility of the certainty of God's salvation for your life? Why would you live on fuzzy edges when you could be approaching the very throne of God and living in the presence of God? Why live on the edge, gambling away your very chances of being saved? Come on! Come on! I'm reaching out to somebody here. There's some young people here. I'm trying to I'm trying to dial your number. I'm trying to tell you that there's danger on the fuzzy edge. Will the haircut make a difference? Yeah, it will. But I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to go deeper than that. I, you can cover up with your haircut. But if in your heart you have chosen in your heart to listen to what I'm saying, to do as little as you possibly can. To do as little as you possibly can. Stand within the sphere of God, which is everywhere. But the edges are dangerous. Because living on the edge, you are not looking in, out. You're looking out, in. Why would your pastor have to prod you? To modify a behavior when it should be in your heart without having to be told. Hey, I felt that I need to get closer. Where are the hungry hearts at? Where are the young people that have decided to get as close as they Oh my Lord, have mercy. What's wrong with you? Now I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not, not into, I'm not in the picking business. I'm not picking on you. You can stand as long as you want to. Sit down when you please. I'm not picking on anybody. And I understand the situation. I just got here. I walked in late and this and that, this and that. But you'll notice, you'll notice that people that start drifting from God, they change where they sit. They change the way they dress. They change who they run with. Still in church. But the thumb is pretty good on the texting. Not to the pastor. And, well, I'm still in church. I still go to church. Who's the Holy Ghost reaching out for? You're in danger. Because you're living on the fuzzy edge of God.
Somebody's in danger here. Can't tell it by the way you dress. You know, just, just, I, I'm sure the pastors can agree. We face the same thing in Brazil. I'm not picking on you. I'm not, I didn't come to pick on anybody. I really didn't. I came in the Holy Ghost to help somebody. But your pastor can tell you, ladies, for example, that it, 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 the, 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 there can be a change in the hairdo. Just the very slightest change. Not enough for the pastor to gripe at you, but enough to say, I'm here. And not here. Bible speaks of of Abraham. The historians say, take it with a grain of salt. The historians say that Abraham had a tent that had four openings. North, south, east, west. And the historians claim or say, that Abraham sat in the middle of the tent. Just, he was there. And one day he raised up his eyes. He saw an angel walking down the road. Now Abraham wanted to make sure he, I mean, he recognized, he, you know, you, I'm not here, I'm not a theologian, I'm not, oh, is it, you know, is it a manifestation, just, 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 you know, your pastor knows. Push it off on your pastor, he knows. Okay. But, that angel, I mean, hey, hey, whoa, wow, I, 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 I know who that is. Didn't have to have a sign on him to say, you know, that's, 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 that's a messenger of God. Didn't have to have a sign up to say, just, just let me do it my little way. Just, let's just say that it was God and, and the presence of God was walking into Abraham's life. Just, 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 just this little dumb missionary here. Just, just put it down for that. So here, here walks in this, this manifestation of God into Abraham's life. And Abraham said, hey, stay here. I want you close to me. I want to be close to you. If there's ever a time that you need to have a desire in your heart to be as close to God as you can be, the time is now. It's now. You got to quit living on the fuzzy edges of life. Lord have mercy. I rebuke every spirit. Every drifting spirit. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Satan take your hands off. Now why this is a hard message to preach is because somewhere along this message you're going to have to come to terms with yourself. Somewhere along this message you're going to have to find yourself in it. Somewhere along this message you're going to have to be really, really blunt and frank with yourself. Are you close to the center? Are you on the fuzzy edge?
people that want to be close to God? Where are the young people that don't have to be told to search and seek after God, but are willing to do anything to get close to God? Your pastor doesn't have to preach every little stupid thing in your life. the Holy Ghost in the house the Holy Ghost is reaching out to some young people here I'm telling you I'm not here to preach doctrine I'm not here to preach standards that's not my job I never get off into that kind of stuff that's your pastor's job but I'm telling you young ladies there are things that you can improve on to get closer to God you don't have to do what you're doing You can do different. Hey, angel, come in and eat with me. Hey, Sarah, let's make a good meal for Jesus. Somebody here living on the fuzzy edge. Is it you? Hope not. Not picking on you, son. But if it is. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. A little rough rowing. But uh, I know where I'm going. Feel a little bit better in the Holy Ghost now. You need to entertain some angels in your life. It, I'm telling you, you don't have to have your pastor to beat it in your brains on what you got to do. It's not a question of, my pastor didn't tell me that I couldn't. Wake up! You're living on the fuzzy edge! Does that mean you just do only the minimum necessary of what your pastor tells you to do? Hey, God. (laughs) Sit down a little bit more. Let's talk. Let's have fellowship. Let's worship together. You listen to what I'm saying. This is one situation that's much different than that situation. The closer you are to God, the less chance of anything going wrong. As a matter of fact, if you're Close up, close up to God. There's no way that your boat's going to sink. The disciples said, aren't you afraid that we're going to die in this storm? Lord, you'll never die in a storm if Jesus is in the boat with you. So they started having fellowship. Are you having fellowship with God, girls? Lord, help me to be bold tonight. The Holy Ghost sent me to get to somebody. Are you having fellowship with God? Do you enjoy His company? Do you enjoy being with God? 
And so, and so, oh, there's somebody here living on fuzzy edges. And it keeps on coming back. You said God's everywhere. Yeah. But on the fuzzy edges is where the storms hit. On the fuzzy edges, there's few survivors. So they had dinner together. And the angel or the messenger or God's manifestation, put it whatever you want, said, I'm, see you later, guys. Whoa. And God, the angel or whatever you want to put it down as, came back. I want to talk with you, Abraham. I want to tell you what's going to happen. If you can ever learn to live in the center of the circle. God talks with you and he reveals what he's fixing to do. The closer you get to God, the more uncomfortable you are with your carnal nature. And the more you want to be like God. The closer you are to God, the more he listens to your prayers. He He Oh, oh, Abraham, Abraham. I'm fixing to go to Sodoma. That's Sodoma or whatever. Help me, my English teacher. Sodom, thank you. And Gomorrah. I'm going to the fuzzy edge. My Lord, have mercy. I've got some business to take care of on the fuzzy edge. Whoop! I got Torah. So while Abraham was in sinner circle and God's manifestation was there, he said, Abraham, I'm going to show you what's going to happen. Like it says in the Portuguese Bible, I'm going to raise up the curtains and show you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what, I'd rather be in here with God raising up the curtains here and looking out than for me to be on the outer edge and God looking at me on the fuzzy edge. You say, oh yeah, I'm talking to you. You're on the fuzzy edge. Why live the way you live? Why dress the way you dress? Why act the way you act? Why think the way you think? Why do what you do? You say, well, I got a little blessing last week. Yeah, Lot did too. And he was on the fuzzy edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew I was right. Lot got out of it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Barely. Is that what you want to gamble with? Do you want, do you want God? Oh, my Lord, Emerson, I'm not picking on you, son, but you want God to, to have to jerk you? Is that what you want? For God to jerk you? So, well, Really? Really? Is that, is that the kind of Christian living you want to live? Just, who knows, maybe I'll get in. And so, there's those two angels. They're knocking. Sodom, right? So there they're knocking. 
I'm talking to you. Hey, hey, come on, come on. Living on the fuzzy edge. Lot chose it. He chose it. Hey girls, what are y'all choosing? What about you guys? What are you choosing? Is that where you want to live over there? Is that? Is that? I'm talking to somebody here. I mean, is that? Does that work? Is that? He got out, didn't he? Yeah, he got out. Boy, isn't that great that God went all the way to the fuzzy edge and pulled in Lot? Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Nice. Good move. So Lot is jerking on his... His son-in-law's never even made it out. I wonder how old his son-in-laws were. 22, 23, 20? The Holy Ghost is fixing to call your number in about five minutes. You're going to have your choice. It's your choice. Hey, Lord, you want out? Yeah. 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 Come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Who didn't make it out? So he grabs his two daughters. I wonder how old his daughters were. They apparently weren't really too excited about getting out. They, they enjoyed the fuzzy edge. You know. You know, you can. Pastor's not looking. Mom's working. Uh. Computers fired up. We'll talk about that tomorrow night. Maybe. So, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. So he's jerking, trying to jerk Lot away from the edge. His wife never did make it. She liked the edge. The Bible says that she looked back. Some of the historians say she went back. Take your pick. She didn't make it. Fuzzy edge. The reason why I put in the word fuzzy because it's not a clear cut break away from God. It's a fuzzy. It looks like it and it's really not. It's close but not close enough. It's a little shout but not a pray through. It's a shout, but not a shout down. Um, I'm getting a little bit closer to the end, but the Holy Ghost is going to... I'm reaching out there. You remember... You remember Jesus at the... The Last Supper. He said, uh, somebody's going to betray me tonight. Right. 
And so all these questions started popping up around the table. Is it me? Is it me? One guy didn't ask it that way. The Bible says he was laying his head on Jesus. He was as close as he could get. He didn't ask, is it me? He asked because he knew it wasn't him. You see, when you're in the center There's no doubts. And so, John laying his head on Jesus said, Who is it? It ain't me. Because he was... You can't be by Jesus. And so, we don't know how they were laid out, the guys around the table, but uh, here's, here's Jesus. Here's John. Maybe Peter was here. And from all indications, somewhere here, are there a little bit away from the sinner my God have mercy on the edge Jesus said well anybody that stretches his hand and, and dips the bread in the, in the mustard you know it's not the mustard you know he's the one so here's Jesus he stretches out his hand uh, wasn't too far away, was it? But not close enough. Say, so, well, that was a. Yeah, yeah, Judas was here. He got up. And walked out into the... He, I mean, he really went to the fuzzy edge. John got up the next day and went to the cross. And stood as close to the cross as he could. Shall we stand? Now, I, it's almost as if in the Holy Ghost. That the Lord is reaching out to some people here. Trying to keep you away from the fuzzy edge. Don't know who you are. Pretty well hidden behind your clothes. God's apparently seen a group of people here that need to get in closer with God. Now, there will be those, and I'm not going to argue with you. You're going to say, oh man, that's, that's a big bunch of whatever, you know. I'll just stay right here and pray and, and you know, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Do it. Stay. No problem. No problem. 
Well, it really doesn't make any difference if I go up there for the, you know. Okay. But deep down in your heart, you know. You do know. Deep down in your heart, you know that the Holy Ghost has dialed your number. Blessed is he that God, this is my little English way of putting it from Portuguese, calleth him to live in his courts and in his tabernacle. You don't have to live on the fuzzy edge. You don't have to wonder if you're saved or not. You don't have to go through those dry spells a year apart or a year long. Or you can choose to be like Lot. He made it. Really? Is that the way you want to live? Is that the kind of gambling you like? Now there, I want to invite you to come up here. I'm not into melodramatics and all that kind of stuff. But I almost came very close to coming and calling some of you. Say, hey, you need to come up here. And you do. You do. Some of you are in danger. Big bad danger. The fuzzy edge is a gamble. It's not worth it. I'm not good at this kind of thing. It's inviting people and all that, but I know there's some I won't reach at all. But there's a select group that you are on the fuzzy edge. And the Holy Ghost wants to help you do something about it. So maybe if every eye were to be closed here tonight. I'm reaching out tonight to those that are on the... You, you, you'll have to be honest with yourself. You're going to have to be honest with yourself. I can't... It, 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 it's your choice. But if you were spiritually wise, you would take up the offer of the Holy Ghost. But there, there are those here, young men and young ladies... They're on the fuzzy edge of Pentecost. If you've got enough of, of desire in your soul to get closer to God, I would like to invite you to step up here. I'm looking for those on the fuzzy edge, on the fuzzy edge. And I want you to say, God, I want to get as close as I can to you. I want to hear you cry out to God. Come on, young ladies. Please, Jesus, help. Come on, come on, come on.